Game of Thrones season finale happened. Everybody watched. For some reason, everyone's pissed. So we're going to talk about it without needing a petition. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. And here we go. Welcome to week 13. Can you believe that? Week 13 already. You know what? We were talking about that just a few minutes ago. That 13. is... Um, it doesn't feel like it's been 13 weeks. No, not at all. It feels like we just started this shit a month ago. Thanks. I'm sure sometimes it sounds that way. Thanks for everybody out there in uh, TV land for carrying us for 13 weeks. We, we appreciate you putting up with us. Um, and how about all the people that are commenting and now getting involved finally? Yeah, I'm super happy. I mean, um, we, we're we building it. We're, it's, it's building. It, we're getting there. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And apparently some other people are having fun listening. So that's good. Especially um, I have to mention my niece who's just relocated to Florida, Kristen. Um, she's binged watched or binge listen to almost all of our episodes today. Hola, hello, Kristen. Uh, oh, sweet kid. Of course, she's smart. She gets it. But anyway, I would I would just like to say, uh, you posted today on social media about how you were listening to episode one and you were so happy because you were a Lions fan and your friend was a Patriots fan and yay the Lions won. I don't think you listened to that episode very well because the Lions winning that episode, not a good thing. It was the worst teams, dear. No, it's okay, though, because she just was excited to give her friend shit. That's why she was so excited we were talking about it. Okay, I'll let it go. Because it all goes back to shit talk. It all goes back to shit talk. And she is related to me, so she does kind of have a sharp tongue when it comes to sarcasm. Speaking of shit talk, nice segue. Right? Did you like I how I did that? Un- I, it is unbelievable. Hey, internet. The shit going on on the internet about whiny ass bitches. I mean, I thought I was the Charmin King. You, I pale in comparison, my you friends. You got nothing. Hey, dear internet, calm the fuck down. Get the fuck over it. <laughs> it's a TV show. Now, granted, and the reason we're going to talk all about Game of Thrones, and by the time this comes out, it'll be... We're recording on Tuesday, which is two days removed from the finale. So by the time this comes out, everyone will have already seen it. Probably, I'll rewatch it a few times. Um, I'll probably re- rewatch the last couple episodes. Honestly, um, I don't. I, I just don't get it. I, I I can understand being disappointed, but to the point where you feel like you have to go on the internet and burn it to the ground, it makes no sense to me. Before I comment. Just so everybody knows, this is an all Game of Thrones trailer or uh, episode because right. we'll never get to talk about Game of Thrones again until the new series come out. If they if they make them, we'll see what happens. There are going to be spoilers. If you haven't seen it and you want to see it, we apologize. But this was, I mean, this is a, a, an event ten years and it, it's, it's as big as Endgame. If you want to get right down to it, not as good as Endgame, but as big as bullshit. So, if you watch the show, you've already seen it, so I'm not worried about I, it. I, that's how I feel, but some people want to do it. But just letting you know, yeah. there's spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to talk about everything. So friendly, we hope you we hope you stay with us. But 
It's a friendly heads up, but if you haven't, shame on you. It, you know what? Um, I keep I, we uh, something you said last week about the number of shows that HBO has that they're dwarfed because of the epicness of Game of Thrones. That's impressive when you look at the shows that HBO does. Um, I got an HBO subscription through my Prime, uh, Amazon Prime account, and I was going to dump it as soon as Game of Th- as, as soon as I was done watching it because I, I basically started watching it t- for us to do this podcast. Right. And now I'm sitting here going, looking at it, going, how how can I dump it because of all this other stuff that I want to watch and all the other stuff that's coming? That shows you the magnitude of this show. Ten years. I agree. It's, it's been ten years. I this mean, show's it, been running. It's been. Awesome, but you know, and the, the whole reason that I got on board with this show, it was literally, I think it was season two. Season one had already been out, and enough people were talking about it. And at the time, you know, there wasn't much else going on, and I had a job where I was staying at that job pretty much for most of the week, and then coming home on the weekends. So I needed something to watch at night. So I started watching Game of Thrones, and holy hell, once. Like I want to say, episode three of season one, I was, I was all in. Like I could not get enough, and I went through. I want to say the first couple seasons within days because I could not stop watching it at night. I agree. To put it in perspective, and then I'll get back to what you just said. Ten years on HBO, a, a, a television channel it's that just you eight, have to. Right? Isn't it eight seasons? Well, it it was eight seasons, but it took ten years because oh, there was a geez. year and three quarter gap in between seven and eight. I forgot about the two year, yeah, well, almost cause, two year long intermission. It took forever. Yeah, Seinfeld, nine years. Friends, ten years. Cheers, nine years. Right. Some of the biggest shows in TV history on a channel that you didn't have to pay for. So here's a show. That's how big this is. A sh- a show that was on a channel that you had to pay to watch. So. Yes. Now back to you. And that well, hold on. Not only that. Remember, the budget for this show is movie budget. Oh, for sure. It's in it. The budgets for these. It was at least thirty-seven dollars for this past season. At <laughs> least. At least. This show, um, the things that it has done and will probably continue to do, and the way that it's changed the way people want to make shows. Uh, is is epic. It was really incredible. They had a great story to pull from, George R.R. R. Martin. Um, I do think that it's not quite over yet. I think we're going to be seeing some other stuff. We mentioned it last week about how they have the different things that they're trying to pull together. He's got five things that he's in negotiations, whether they're filming, greenlit, whatever. Right. But and th- What's interesting is they have not said, other than the one that's confirmed, which takes place, I guess, thousands of years before what we just watched, which comes back to the creation of the White Walkers through the, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure if you like the show that much, you remember the Children of the Forest, that whole that whole episode when Hodor held the door. Held um, the door. They were the cool-looking little tree yep. kids that were throwing firebombs at the White Walkers, which was awesome. It was a great scene. Yeah, it was. Um, it goes back to them when they created the White Walkers, and if I'm not mistaken, and if I am, someone will correct me, they created the White Walkers to protect them from men, the first men that showed up in the history of that mm-hmm. world. And then they realized, oh, shit, we messed up. Yep. Now they got to fight the White Walkers. So I, I'm really interested to see because they said it'll also deal with the origin of the Night King. In my opinion, if I had to nitpick anything, the Night King was a character that was completely underutilized, but at the same time, by underutilizing him, it just made you want to see it more, and it made it that more, I guess, in demand, or you wanted to see that character more, and that just made it cool. 
there were a lot of things they did with that throughout this show. Things that they would bring up, you know, Varys, when he was castrated as a child, the fire spoke to him. They mentioned that like four times, never bothered. Right. The, there were so many things that they went into that they brought up. Talking about that, it was almost like they just were th- just dropping red herrings everywhere to just try and confuse you. I, I, I feel like they did that one episode, I think it was season six, because it was the season where Bran and, and all of them were north of the wall, and they were in, under the tree, right. and, and they were kind of telling him what was going on. And they showed for just a, a brief moment when he was linked up with the previous Three-Eyed Raven, the guy getting the thing shoved into his chest, and and then they never they never explained it. They never talked about it. Probably on purpose. That's I was just God. You just pulled that out of my head because maybe there's the other projects that are planned. Again, the only one has been confirmed, but they've said there's a handful that are in the works. And I think the one they said has been confirmed. Uh, Martin said it's based on the Blood and Fire book. I might have that name wrong, but apparently you can go and read about it or the ru- read it. the rumored title of it is the Long Night. Which, um, Ooh, a few it, of those. It's haven't we all? <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's they haven't said anything yet. It's rumored to start filming next year, so I would assume that we'll hear more about it coming up soon. But the show that we just finished watching, overall, I if anybody wants to argue this, please do on our on our Facebook or on Twitter. Let us know. But the show as a whole, if you look at the whole work from season one to season eight. I have yet to see a show that will drag you in and make you care or hate about characters more than what we just saw. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think um, I, I have I, I have two. My, these are my two biggest complaints about the show. I'll start out my biggest complaints because they're probably fairly weak when people come to talk about it. Okay, yes, I'm supposed to be the Charmin King uh, because I complain about stuff. But he, these, these are, 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 in my view, legitimate complaints. Number one is... Um, I'll preface it by I, I love music. I love all kinds of music. I love classical, jazz, uh, whatever. One of my favorite classical pieces is Mozart's Requiem. But Mozart died halfway through writing Requiem. And somebody else finished it. And when you listen to it, you can tell where Mozart stopped and somebody else began. When you watch the Game of Thrones from season one, episode one, to season eight, episode six, you can tell when somebody else other than R.R. R. Martin was involved. It It became a little more predictable not as predictable as a regular tv show but you can kind of tell the other big complaint i have is that this eighth season was rushed they, they tried to cram too much into six episodes you want to hear the theory about that yes and i just read about this uh the other day along with all the other shit remarks people had to say about it and it's not th- again this is just a rumor but if you think about it at the root of it it makes sense when Bainoff and I believe his name is Weiss, the, the, the two creators of this, not creators, but the two guys that are responsible for putting this on They're TV. They're the directors and the writers. Correct. These two guys that are responsible for doing this show as good as they've done, they were given a Star Wars trilogy last year. That's when this was known about. That trilogy is supposed to start filming later this year. Allegedly. We don't, it's, it's all, this is all fan theory, rumors, whatever. But if you think about it, it makes sense. So in order to do that, instead of taking another year to do a full season, now granted, I don't agree with taking two years to give us six episodes. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. It should have went longer. But a name like Star Wars, that's a pretty big name. And if somehow this was 
entangled in that. It I it sucks, but it kind of makes sense. I didn't need ten episodes, but they could have given us eight episodes at and, least. And, eight. And, at least because the battle the battle of Winterfell should have been two episodes. Oh, I agree. Uh, the, just just that, and and you know what, the last episode should have been a little longer than it was. I, I and and this is this is one of my things about the about the final episode. We'll just get right into it at this point. I don't think I had a lot of issues with what they did in the final episode. But we had the Battle of Winter- Winterfell in episode three. And then we had the, the 38 million piece Lego set that became King's Landing, which if you guys have paid attention to our social page, that was one of my favorite posts ever was the <laughs> Legos, the Lego Desperk set that Mike posted. That was a, a brilliant. Um, no assembly required. No assembly required. <laughs> um, they had that that episode in episode five. That was so... Shocking and Massive. intense, and then it was an hour of literally talking, bull rapping. There was no, yeah, which is which is okay, but it's everybody's going to be like, that's all they did. Well, yeah, that's all they did. Everything's already destroyed. What what else are we supposed to do? The the dialogue was great. The interactions. I, I'm gonna tell you what that scene between um Ron, uh, John and Tyrion. In the, in the prison, when John went to see him immediately after they took Fantastic. him to prison, that was incredible. The, the dialogue, the, the looks, and everything else that happened was was so well done. But you cannot you cannot keep that level when you're wrapping up. That's the thing that I think gets lost with TV shows like this. Um, you get so wrapped up. We had Battle of the Bastards. You had the Battle of Winterfell. You had the Battle of King's Landing. Uh, you had Hard Home, which is one of my favorite episodes of this entire series. We had some major, major battles in this series. But what gets lost in that is how good the dialogue is. When you have interactions between Cersei and Sansa or Joffrey and Sansa, like all those big characters that have these little face-to-face where you're just like, is someone going to swing on somebody? Because it feels like someone's just going to, out of nowhere come unglued but they don't the interactions with a lot of these big characters people overlook that and just look for the big battles that's not what this show was about yes it had some major fighting but the show was better than that it was deeper than that because of these characters if you watch the show from beginning to end very few episodes involve a lot of fighting there might be some sword play there might be a bow and arrow there might be you know pretty much everybody somebody died in every episode somehow somewhere but there weren't a lot of battle scenes the first whole season the the first major battle if i remember correctly was when jamie attacked ned in the streets, and that was like episode nine, if you remember that. When they when they find, it might have been episode eight, right at the end of episode it eight. It was towards that back half of the season. There yes. was hardly it was all set up for that first season, and it was like holy shit! Like, did that is this really happening? Like, yeah, and we'll get to that with some of our lists coming up. But yes, there's there's so much of this show that I think people have just gotten over. I guess need to get over themselves first and realize how much of this show. Was a, was amazing. So you, you're going to have a bat, you know, a few spots that didn't fit your liking. So you're just going to shit on the whole show. That, that that's insane to me. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it it does make sense because let's let's look at the state of our country first of all. Oh, shit's it, getting it, deep. He, here now. we go. Here it is. Here we go. This country has become, especially with a much younger uh, age of of people than us. There's a there's a real 
it's about me mindset. Uh, I should have what I want the way I want it when I want it. Right now. Right now. Uh, immediately right now. There's, You know what? Um, I've talked to some people, uh, and, and instant gratification in, all, in this day and age is ridiculous. And, and here's, here's my example. I remember when I was like 20, 25 years old, or even when I was in high school, and I would have to do a report. You had to go to the hot, the, the the library. You had to pull the encyclopedia. You had to do Computer all the research. Lab. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> si- yeah, exactly. You're sitting at home one night and you're talking to your friend. And you're like, oh, what was that? What was that movie that Burt Reynolds is in? Oh, I mean, oh, Jesus, you know the one, the one with the boat and the and the river and the squeal like a pig. And for two days, you're like, what was that name? And you're like, oh shit, Deliverance. And it hits you right. Right now, it's like, what was that? Oh fuck it, I'm just gonna pull my phone out. Well, it was Deliverance. Everything's hey, right. Hey, everything's hey, right Siri. at your fingertips. When people don't get what they want, they're so self-entitled and they're so self-indulged and they're so about that moment that they think somebody else should fix it for them. None of our listeners, of course. None of our listeners. They're all awesome. That's, uh, every one of you are That's awesome. That's why they're listening. You totally understand. But it's, they get it. Yeah. They but know. you know what? I, I catch myself doing it. I catch myself watching watching a football game and going, how can you not be replaying that? You have this technology. Oh. And you, it's, it's, but it's just part of it, our way guys, of life now. Guys, we're looking at it. We're looking at a TV show. If you don't like the sixth episode, the sixth, the, the, the penultimate episode, uh, that might, even be the, might, might not even be the right word. I think episode five was the penultimate. It the is. final episode of this, well. It was King's Landing. Then enjoy the first eight seasons and five episodes and right. go, well, shit. I remember watching some shows that had series finales that I looked at and go, oh, my God, what a tub of shit that was. But it didn't ruin the show for me. Perfect example, How I Met Your Mother. Right. What a wonderful show. You can take that final episode and wipe your ass with it. But you know what? I'm still going to go back and watch that show because I, I, I enjoyed it. Yes. Um, Dexter's another one. It, the, the worst, the ab- in my opinion, the absolute worst ending to a great series I've ever seen. But you know what? When people say, oh, I've never watched Dexter. I mean, you know what? You should go to Netflix and you should watch that series. And after season four, I think with the tr- with the Trinity Killer, John Lithgow, just stop watching there because it's amazing and it's going to blow your mind when you watch it. And it's an incredible season. Just enjoy that part of it. I'm not going to say, oh no, fuck that whole series because I didn't like the finale. That's exactly where Susan and I end up stop watching it. Was and, right at the, right at the end of and of that's the right four. call because up until that point, that series is so original. It's something you've never seen before. I mean, a serial killer that works for the forensic department. Come on. Right. Here's something else you got to remember about this television show, too. This television show, and we'll call it a television show because you do watch it home, even though you have to pay for the channel and it, it, you know, it can, on a movie scale. Premium TV. Yes, premium TV. There is some fan service that has to be involved here. You know what? I was listening to, I I listen to Kevin Smith all the time, and he made a great point, and Star Wars was the example. When you start making trilogies and sequels and sequels, that's fan service. That because you're coming back, you want more and more and more. You're a fan at that point. Give me more. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, we can look back and say there's too many Muppets now, but at that point, did you care? Not at all. No. Give no. me more. That's fan service. Yeah. You want more. So yes. You also have to understand too, and and my example to this is going to be Spider Man three. You have to understand that there does come a point, yes, but that movie was a product of Sam Raimi having one vision and Sony Pictures having another vision. And Sam Raimi saying, well, shit, I'm under contract. If I tell them to go pack sand, 
It's really going to hurt my credibility. So maybe I'll just have to have two good Spider-Mans under my belt and one tub of shit. Did you say pack sand? I did say sand. Sandman was in it. I did. Nice job. Thank you. Well done, sir. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, and you you've got people that aren't making that that are making the decisions. Right. They're they're sitting in their room at the top of Production Central saying, "Oh no no, we don't want John on the throne. We want Brandon on the throne." And the guy, we don't know if that happened, but. But regardless, but here's the there's thing. so many things that go into an epic thing like For this. For me personally, I don't care if that happened. I have I have no care in the world. You don't want to know why? Because I'm watching the show. I'm not making the show. I'm not in one charge of writing that show. Thank God. The pressure that those guys were under to deliver a great show because, let's face it, even though I don't read books unless they got comics in them, those books for Game of Thrones are huge. Um People are still clamoring for the end of the books, and for some reason, Martin is dragging his feet on it. Uh, and a lot of people are pissed about spoiler it. Spoiler alert. He's not going to write the end of those anymore because he already made a fucking ass ton of money Oh, no. He's off a, of these. I beg to differ. I actually read his qu- He Go back and read it when we're done here. He's He's got 3,000 pages that are coming, and it's not going to be how the show ended. So he's letting his book fans know... You're going to get something totally different. He'll be dead before that gets published. And it makes sense. Like, why would you not, why would you do something the same knowing what the backlash was? I don't think he releases those until he gets these other series from HBO signed and sealed. Because because if he does that, he could legitimately kill the viewership of these other shows. Oh, I doubt it. I I doubt it. The, the, The interest is already there. The fan base is already there. You're telling me when that prequel series, people people aren't at least going to check it out. Oh no, I'm not. I'm going to wait till season seven, <laughs> and then shit on it, <laughs> and then write a petition. Oh, I I've already got the petition drafted, my friend. <sighs> All right, so let's get into the awesomeness of Game of Thrones and why we it. watched eight years. Okay, from season one, it just seemed a very beginning. It's just another knights and fantasy series, but it was way more than that. You had characters. It was a little slow at the beginning, but it caught my interest. The characters were cool. You you had Ned Stark, who was just basically, if I'm not mistaken, was fresh off of Lord of the Rings. So he was pretty. He was a pretty big Sean Bean. Pretty. Uh, and they did the National Treasure movies. He was, let's just say a big name because he kind of was. And you're like, oh my god, it's got him. It's pretty good. And a bunch of other people you didn't really know, but the guy that played Robert Baratheon was awesome. Big, fat, happy king. Just wanted to hunt, drink wine, and not sleep with his bitchy wife. The casting <laughs> in this the casting in this show was phenomenal. It was great. The, it, it, again, they pulled a casting coup uh, much the same way that Marvel has with all of the people that they've put in their roles. A lot of unknowns and a lot of roles in Marvel movies and Game of Thrones that just absolutely, you could not have done it any better. You could not have done it any better. Took unknowns and now they're everybody knows who they are they literally started that show with only two people who anybody knew anything about sean bean right and i i will never ever remember his name Tyrion's name oh peter Peter dinklage Dinklage. it always comes to me right at the last minute it's a south pole elf yeah call me elf one one more more time time. (laughs) um they and they and they nailed that right but the thing about game of thrones to me and I, I enjoyed watching the first season. I was hooked at the end of the first season. 
well, and we'll get into of course. We'll, we'll get into shocking but moments. The thing, the thing about the Game of Thrones to me was that you had a, a fantasy, a fantasy type story, and I, I don't want to call it fantasy fiction. It would like like a Lord of the Rings feel to it, right? Not as much supernatural, right? But you also had just in that time time in period, that, in that time period, a medieval a medieval movie. You also had um, a medieval, not, not Medea. Medea, I'm gonna tell you something, baby. <laughs> The, but you also had this was a spy movie. This was like a Tom Clancy movie where you had everybody backstabbing oh. information, going after each other. Then you had action movies with fights and wars, and the only thing you didn't have in this was fucking spaceships and lasers. Right, because you're right with the backstabbing. There was a big bag of dicks in this movie because everyone was a dick to one another. Oh. At one point, you'd think they're friends. Um, you know, Littlefinger, obviously, Varys it, to to some extent, dicks. I mean, yeah, not so much Varys. He knew what was going on, but Littlefinger was you just couldn't wait for him to buy it. Mm. And then sometimes you're rooted for him, Jamie Lannister. I mean, hero to zero to to zero. Yeah, dick, right, dick. Uh, but yeah, the the show. Well, you know what you they in. say. There's no piece of ass like your sister. So. Oh wait, yeah. I'm sorry. We're not in Alabama. Yeah, we're not in Alabama. <laughs> I'm Disclaimer: That's not Alabama. And yeah, that's directed at all you Alabama fans. Ooh, ooh. I said it. Shots fired. I said it. So yeah, the, there's a story, characters. No series have I ever watched. I cared about the characters more. I mean, short of Star Wars. How did How did you feel about Bran being put on the throne? I didn't mind it. it made sense if you think about it. And I know we were talking about this before we went on. There's if you think about it, out of all those people in that little gathering, I forget who said it. I think it was Sam. Nobody knew all of the history now than Bran. Tyrion said that. Tyrion. That was his he, reason again, for nominating Bran. Smartest Brand. character on the show. For sure. By far. And sexiest. But go ahead. <laughs> Especially for the ladies. He was <laughs> the right height. Lady. He knew the, all of the history, all of the screw-ups, all the mistakes in history. He was going to be the one that could keep that from happening, and knew how to have, knew how to do it without it re- reoccurring. So you say that, and I never thought of that. I always, I, I realized he knew everything, but it never occurred to me he knows all the the, the mistakes, all the trip ups, things that people did that they did wrong because of the would, old saying. Yeah, those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Absolutely, and it it hit me. Thanks, history class. Um, I had no problem with it, and I thought it was a, I thought it was a smart move, and it was brilliant, and I, I had zero problem with that choice. Wasn't expected, which again I liked. Everyone and their brother could have said, "Oh yeah, it's John. It makes sense. He's a Targaryen. He's going to be on the throne." Not so. And if if this show has taught you anything, even you trolls that wanted to bitch and moan, you didn't get the ending that you wanted. When has this show ever given you what you wanted? Ever. Never. Very, it never has. very rarely. See, I didn't. Uh, I have. Uh, after our break, we're going to open up our Game of Thrones prediction envelopes. And I don't even remember what I predicted as far as who I thought was going to be on the throne. I don't think I did. Right. Uh, but after episode five, I knew it was not going to be John or Daenerys. I knew it. But I didn't know who it was going to be. Right. There was no way after what Daenerys did in episode five that they were going to put her on the throne. None. No way. Zero. Uh, because she's a woman. After <laughs> Jesus joke, 
but but <laughs> but <laughs> they're not. Get, don't get the girl power uh, people I'm, started. I'm, yes, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They weren't going to do that simply because they made her out to be legitimately Satan's sister in that episode. And then you knew that the only person that was going to be able to take down Daenerys was going to be John. He was the only person. Like when he walked into that throne room, I knew what was coming. I right. knew what was coming. And here's the problem that I have on Daenerys. Not the problem that I had. Apparently, 75% of the population who's got their panties in a bunch over Daenerys being evil. That she's actually a brunette and not, and not a blonde? Is that Because that's what pisses me off. Besides that. Oh, okay. False advertisement. Yes, sir. If you don't truly watch this show, then yeah, I could see you being pissed because, you know, cute little sweetheart Daenerys, the breaker of change, is, is, should not be a bad guy. Bullshit. Who was her dad? Where was? Were you not paying attention when that seed has been planted for basically the last three seasons? Three in seasons, the, it, seven in the, seasons, in the Mad eight King seasons. Was even talked about in season one. Yes. That Targaryen history was laid out right at your feet, but you chose to ignore it because you were waiting for the big fights. Yeah, and let's let's be honest. Some of the things that she did, even though she was doing things for air quotes here, the greater good, were evil, underhanded, dirty. The things that she did in those slaver cities and so some of those slaver, she's crucifying people on the streets. She burned the one dude alive. I mean, hey, just the, the craziness. I'm not going to lie. I cheered like hell when that shit happened. Oh, me too. But looking back on it, do you think all of those slave masters were, were not going to change their tune? I'll bet there was a few that were like, you know what? Yeah, well, I know I, this you know wasn't what? very I, good. I, yeah. Hey, um, tell I'm, you what. If you're going to burn me with your dragon, I can convert. I'm cool. Like, okay, I'm on board. No, she didn't even give him a chance. Killed them all, which if you look back on it and you're being honest with yourself, kind of a dick move, even though we cheered for it because it made sense. But there's a lot of similarities, too. And I've never I haven't even uh, brought this up with anybody. I was just kind of thinking about it uh, last couple of days while I've been working. There's a lot of similarities to me between Daenerys and uh, things like the Spanish Inquisition and uh, the Christian Crusades, uh, things like that, where in their holiness... Turn what, or you're dead. Yes, whatever their beliefs are, right. this is what you're going to do, and this is how it's going to happen. Now, there, I don't think there's a person that watched this that thought Melisandre was a good person, right? I mean... She, I think she was trying to fight for the greater good, but, I mean, you're fucking burning people alive just because they don't believe in your God. That's not a good person. Daenerys was doing the exact same thing. Just in the, she was on the opposite she side of the She was just fence. on the opposite she side of the ocean. She was on our side. She, yes, yes, yes. Because we all rooted for her. And she wasn't 170,000 years old. That too, but we'll save some of that talk for when we get to our moments and shocking moments and stuff like that. So basically to sum it up, we love the show. Um, yes, we had questions. We had maybe a little bit of problems along the way, but I can honestly say that eight seasons of this show was more entertaining than any show I've ever watched. In a different way than, like, say, comedies and stuff like that, obviously. But as far as being engrossed in a show, no show has ever pulled me in like this it's one. It's probably number seven on my list. <laughs> yeah, your ass it is. <laughs> it's a, it's eat, definitely not number one. Eat a dick. Well, okay, what's number one? Miami Vice. Oh, yeah, we talked about that last <laughs> week. All right. <laughs> No, but it. Crockett you know never what? rode a dragon. That's 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 true. But that Lambo doesn't count. That's true. But he was with, he had that episode where he was with Melina Griffith. So you know, potato, wait, potato. Wait. Does Elvis count the Gator? Elvis does count. He never rode him. Do you think that? Well, they might have had a. You know, anyway, he was the father of a. He was the father. Yeah, he. Yeah, they, okay. uh, uh, Close uh, enough. <laughs> That'll play. The um. Before we go to break, though, uh, because after break we have several things that we're going to talk about and do here. Fun shit. I see 
I see what they did at the end of this, and I'm not counting the John Hughes ending that's all over the internet. That's absolutely hysterical. And one other thing to add, if you're going to go to the internet and watch something awesome, go watch the video of Daenerys torching King's Landing set to For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. That's great. And I posted it. It's amazing. And Jason Momoa's live, live tweet was pretty epic as well. Jason Momoa's live video of him watching the finale is just as good as the finale. It is. It's maybe, worth watching. Maybe better. The guy sleeping on his couch, amazing. I see what they did with this, and they were they played this up to a, to a T. And I think that this might be why a few people are upset about what happened because there is a lot of open endedness that happened in this episode. There is we absolutely could, we, there is. We could have a series that involved John and Tormund and the and the north the northern folk. Absolutely easily. Very easily. You could have a series, which is what I want to see, about Arya going west of Westeros. Yeah, spoilers. Arya, my favorite spo- my favorite character, my favorite storyline of this entire series. We could have an episode that was strictly Sansa dealing with problems in the north. Terrors, whatever, undead that might still be left, whatever. And you could have a series that dealt with the Unsullied going back to Noth. Yeah. Could. Now he said what to Masandre when this is done we're going to go back to Noth and we're going to retire and we're going to live some really weird life together. Right. But he's pissed. They 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 want to they want to burn some shit down he's for lack of a better words. He is. He is I, off the rails. I get it in which I get. Give that some bitch a twinkie and calm yeah. him down cuz he's upset. Really? You and and you could legitimately carry on Game of Thrones at this point with the rebuilding of Westeros. Good. You could continue. That one is probably the least likely because I don't think you're going to get Peter Dinklage back. But here's the problem. Without that show, and again, one of the only criticisms I have, the White Walkers are gone. So outside of that, then you just really have a drama with just people and backstabbing, which is fine. But after what we just went through, is it something people are really going to want to watch? Well, let's talk. Let's talk about some of the shit that we have now, seen in this show. I will tell you what I want to watch: Arya going west that has nothing to do with any past history of this show, and you could start this brand new and do whatever you want. But that's what I was about to say. If right. you've got White Walkers in the north, who's to say you don't have Desert Walkers in the south? Or there's there's a lot of shit going on. I mean, you've you've you have open ended tickets right. on a on a world all the way around. Yeah, so you, you could do a lot of stuff here. Which, you know, and I would want to see this, but you killed the Night King, but is he the only one? You know what I mean? It could have been something else or some other kind of yep. crazy. That we know of. We're going to get more. It's just a matter of when and what they decide to do, and everyone's going to watch. It'll be it'll be a new show, and what they'll do with it is they'll start it over just like they did with Game of Thrones because I am sure that the salaries of these people – I mean, you got to think about somebody like Cersei and Jamie. They've been in this since the beginning. They're not doing it for what they started out in episode one as. No, the, they've been they've been getting pay raises as they go. Lots of cheddar. A- absolutely, <laughs> they are. So all of these people are making these money. They're going to start off, and and if they have a show that involves John and Tormund, well then guess what? You've got two people that are probably going to be paid, and you're going to have a bunch of extras. Right. And it's, I mean, to be honest with you, yeah, I'll watch. We'll all watch, but that's going to be some tough shoes to fill. It is going to be some tough shoes to fill. Following this show up is going to be a monster task. Let's uh, let's hope that Watchmen can do it. L- yeah, l- let's hope. All right, let's go to break. I need a beer. What? A beer? 
All right. Yeah, because we got some shit to talk about. You got it. Yep. See you in just a second. This episode of Top 5 for Fighting is brought to you by Richard Alexander Esquire. As a former assistant state attorney, Richard Alexander is an experienced trial lawyer and has been protecting the rights of the people of Tampa Bay since 2000. Specializing in personal injury, criminal defense, and legal research, Richard Alexander offers fair representation that you can trust. When you need a lawyer, contact Richard Alexander for an initial consultation at TrustAlexanderLaw.com or call 813-850-4247. Having said that, I want you to know that this man is a stand-up guy. He's a caring husband, he's a dedicated father, and he's a standfast friend. All of us here at Top 5 for Fighting are generally better off because we know him. So in summation, you guys hear that? That's a big fancy lawyer word Richard taught me. If you ever need a lawyer, call a great person who is also a great lawyer. Richard Alexander, 813-850-4247. And Richard, thank you. Oh, good news, everybody. My beer is full again. Yes. Oh, thank God. It's nothing better than a cold, full beer. I I, I almost lost it. I think we recorded for about three minutes there where I didn't have any beer to drink. That's that, That'll never happen again. Ever. Ever. It better not ever happen. Never. All right. So now that we're rested, rejuvenated, let's get into Greg's predictions because I was a dumbass and never did them because I was so engrossed with the show. What what we decided to do was uh, the we, we didn't do it before the first episode, but we did do it between episode one and two. We were going to take some predictions and we were going to seal them in an envelope. Yes. April 18th, I think, is a date on that. Here's the envelope. And I'm going to have 18th. I'm going to have Mike open up my envelope and and make my predictions. This is sealed, by the way, legitimately sealed since April 18th. This is exciting. And the Oscar goes to. We're going to see how La La Land. No, I'm just kidding. I did. I did pretty good. We're going to see how smart or dumb Greg is. Is there just one paper in there? Just one paper. All right. So let's um. Let's start. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We've got basically seven predictions here. Okay. And tell you what, we're going to start off with number one. The the marketing angel made some predictions too, so you do mine and then I'll do hers. All right. Yours, well done, sir. Arya kills the Night King with the dagger that tried to kill Bran with. Well done freaking done they brought it up too many times man I, I, they, hey, just, I, I, they just kept talking about this knife like there's no way again if you watched and paid attention the seeds were there all you had to do was let it grow instead of just bitch on the internet right just enjoy it um susan's first was jamie will die most likely making a sacrifice to save another person or people which you can get right down to he did he was trying to save cersei he was they trying, got trapped but again he was dumb just hey, what dumb. a fucking idiot. I was so m- not disappointed. I was mad at Jamie for being stupid. I was too. I was too. Which begs the question, how bad of a night did he have with the big woman? Was she just that bad in bed that he had to run back to his sister? It was a great meme, by the way. I totally stole that. It was. It was. I. I and you know what? Uh, we have a little segment that we're going to do after our top five <laughs> list. I have something to say about yeah, that. I, I'm sure you do. All right, so let's get to your number two. And again, dead on, pun intended, the hound kills the mountain, which he absolutely did. It, 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 there was no way that that was not going to happen. 
I was that crushed. Was, that was an easy one for me to predict. Like Cersei, I was crushed <laughs> that he died too, but it was a hell of a way to go out. Well, he died. He knew full well he wasn't going to be able to kill him in combat. But so he you know died what? in the thing that he was most scared of. The fire. Yeah. Again, brilliant. Brilliant. But Oh, I, but let's start a petition. Yeah, let's start a petition. I didn't like it. Um, I just I hated to see him go because I really wanted a spinoff with him and Arya. That that'd have been, been awesome. That'd have been fucking dope. Um, you hear that, kids? I'm hip. He, he, well, re- remember, countryside, we're lit. Yeah, where's our picture at, Harrison? Yeah, Harrison, step your game up before I sick Morgan on you. Um, number three, John rides a dragon versus the undead. Never happened. It did. Oh, wait. It he did was not supposed happen. to, but it didn't. But he yelled at a dragon. Does that count? The dead dragon? Yeah. He, he, There's a lot of people that gave John shit about how he didn't do anything during that battle, but he was legitimately keeping the dragon. If you go back and rewatch it, he was yelling go while he was fighting the dragon to let Arya slip in and kill the Night King. But, Greg, that means you have to pay attention. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. All right. Susan. Susan's number two. Was Brienne possibly through Podrick will make sure the truth about Jamie's deeds get recorded to the right to write his Kingslayer reputation? Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. But you know what? Again, Susan, being as smart as she is and trained in that, they brought that up. It was too big of an Easter egg right. thrown right in your face to miss. Especially when that book was shown. I cannot remember where, when, but someone was reading it about all the deeds mm-hmm. of who did what. It was when it was when Brienne was in uh, King's Landing with Jamie, okay. and he was like, "This is the book," you know, blah 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 blah, and they right. talked about it again. Pay attention. Yeah, they're, they're they're, they they gave it to you. Foreshadowing, English students. Right. Foreshadowing. All right. That's the one where you get that. Oh, never mind. No, that, that that's a surgery. Never oh, mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Iron Throne gets demolished. Again, these are sealed. This was in a sealed envelope. He did not cheat, as far as I know. I thought what was going to happen, I didn't think it was going to get demolished that way. I thought, because you will see one of my next predictions, Can you'll we understand. just agree that that was an amazing that was pretty badass. To watch that thing just totally get that melted. Was, that was pretty awesome. You'll understand why I made that prediction when you get to one of the later predictions here in a second. Ooh, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Pay attention. One of the queens will order Varys to die, either because he will has betrayed Danny or his betrayal in King's Landing harboring Tyrion. So she crushed that one. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, there are seven kings or queens. Yes, but do you count Sansa because she was the Lady of Winterfell? No, I I missed on that. I see. I thought that was close. Gonna, I thought that was going to be the swerve that they weren't going to have anybody on the great on the Iron Throne. That they were going to have a king from Dorne and a king from the North and right. a king from uh, King's Landing. I, that, and, again, and that was why they were going to destroy the Iron Throne because instead of being a monarchy, they were going to try and be you know a somewhat communal democracy. collective or some right. shit. Yeah. yeah. In a weird way. That's a real word, by the way, communal collective. Yeah, like decades of years. Decades of years. Patent pending. Jamie will be held a prisoner in Winterfell, and Tyrion will free him. Close, yeah. but not quite. It you wasn't Winterfell. Half a point. I, I, she, You know what? After what she just showed us? Half a point. She deserves half a point. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a teaser, folks. That's a teaser. Foreshadowing. Um, yeah. Pay the fuck attention. <laughs> <laughs> We're dropping hints. Just pay attention. Uh, Jamie kills Cersei. You know what? Technically, eat a dick, Jamie, because you <laughs> had a chance. You could have made everything right. You could have went out the ultimate hero, but you died an idiot. I felt like 
the character arc that they had given him through the last two or three seasons, not even two or three seasons, just when when it was from whenever he was with Brienne and they were coming back to Winter or to uh, King's Landing, I thought that they were going to have they were going to set him up to where he could be a legitimate hero. They gave him a great character arc and kind of ended it at the end. But yes, idiot. Yeah, for Dumbass. sure. Okay, it, it, it all would have been avoided if Brienne was just better in bed. That it, <sighs> dude, seriously. I on. mean, who doesn't want to have sex with an Amazon woman? In her defense, it was her first time, so it she was. was she, she was a little rusty. Probably. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. All right. Both the Hound and Arya will have a part to play in bringing down the mountain. Arya will need to stand back and let the Hound make the death blow unless the mountain kills the Hound. So, uh, half a point. Half a point. Yeah. So, I think half a point is fair. Yeah, more than fair. More okay. than fair. So, let's get to who you thought was going to live. So, okay. I have a list of names that... Greg, the not broken, thinks is going to live. First name, Gendry. Good call. Thank you. It was good to see him get a throne because I I like that character a lot. Yes. That kid was ballsy with the hammer. <laughs> and let's not forget, amazing sprinter. Yeah, for sure. Dude was fast. Yes, he was. How about that stamina? A- and stamina. Brienne could have used some of that with Jamie, but I digress. You digress. All right, next name, Tormund. Fantastic call, and let's all and let, I think we can all agree we all breathe a sigh of relief that Tormund is alive. One of my favorite characters. Agreed. Uh, the next sure. name, Sam. Uh, yeah, another one. Glad he lived. Just a good character, smart character. Loved him. And Tyrion, another one. Good call. And uh, like you said, you had a nice little poke on Twitter to Peter Dinklage. Yeah, he said he uh, <laughs> he tweet, he tweeted, "What did you think about the last episode of Game of Thrones?" And my reply was, "You lived, so I'm good." Yep. <laughs> well said. And you know what? That son of a bitch did not call me to thank me for that either. What what up with that, yo? So he was a little short with the response. He was a little short. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was gonna try and repeat I, it. I couldn't get it out I, of my mouth. I, I, I couldn't. That's what help she it. said. That's low hanging fruit. Uh, is again, that Tyrion again? Yes, yes, it is. That's two. <laughs> could do this all day just like Captain America. Boom. Next name, Sansa. I think we all pretty much didn't see her dying in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Sansa's a bad bitch now. She's she's one of those characters. She could be a bit of Ailish. Think of everything that chick has been through from start to finish. I don't it's hard to think of any other character what? Think of everything that's been through her. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's bad. I'm One sorry. One more remark like that, and I'm bolting. Oh, oh, damn it, man. That was terrible. That was great. She's seen her dad die. Oh. She has been taken advantage of physically a few times. Mentally. She has been through the ringer. Nobody in this show, I don't think, has been through worse than Sansa. It was good to see her alive and get the crown of Winterfell. I would counter Theron. Theon? Theon, but he kind of had it coming. He was kind of a dick. He was kind of a dick. Because he got it cut Cause off. Because he got it cut off. He had that coming. Yes, he did. But, again, <laughs> No pun intended. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he wasn't coming anymore. Oh, my God. We just got so dirty. This is terrible. I love it. Uh, the last one you had on the list, which was a huge miss, Daenerys. But, again, had to happen. Yeah, it 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 did. It really did. You you couldn't have you couldn't have had what you had in this episode without that. No, not at all. So th- that one had to happen. So overall, you did pretty well. You were one, two, three, four, five. You were five of six. 
Damn. Well done, sir. A couple of those were low hanging fruit, though. They, they, they were. They were. I mean, you know, like uh, Tyrion. The yeah, hound. I, I know. Yeah, the hound in the mountain. Uh, uh, Susan had a couple. Uh, Gilly will have a role to play in deciphering what the Night King symbols mean. Um, I know where she was coming from with that, but it just never materialized because we anticipated the Night King to be more drawn out than it was. Yeah, bummer. It, it is what it is. She um, uh, she thought Bran may work into a dragon, and right towards the end of the episode of the, of the finale when Bran was like, I'll see if I can find him or something, she she was like... She I was, thought that was going to happen. She was pumping her fists in the air, and I'm like, what? And she goes, my predictions. I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I thought that was going to happen, but it didn't. But this one right here, boom, spot on. Theon will die fully accepted as both a Stark and a Greyjoy. Yes, he did. I mean, uh, what more could you ask for? Nope, it was a good redemption story for him, and he went out a badass. He's like, let's do this. He did, and boy. They were. I'm gonna tell you what. They were tearing some shit up. And he that never garden. stood a chance. But no, he was. Good. He did everything he could to pr- protect Bran, and he picked out the b- biggest bully in the yard, and. He got stuck. That's how, they, that's how they teach you to do it in the Marine Corps, too. Pick out the biggest bully in the yard and then shoot his ass from a 1,000 yards. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see you, but you can't see you me. Can't see me. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. So well done on your list, both of Thanks, you guys. Man. Well Thanks. done. Of course, Susan is the brains of this outfit. Ugh. We're just the She's beauty. the brains and the looks. Well, so, on my side. Right, on your side. I got the looks handled. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right. So let's get to... Our first of our two lists, our top five favorite moments. You want to do favorite first? Let's do favorites. I like it. Because I had some favorites. I uh, think you went ahead. first last week. I'll go ahead and go first. You go ahead. My uh, number five was Valish getting his. Oh. All right. Did I steal one from you? Nope. That was a scene that really had me guessing. I did not know what was going to happen. I thought he was the master at playing people against each other. We're sitting here watching what could possibly be a Sansa Arya standoff. And then they turned it on his ass. And I, I honestly heard the sound of a loaf being dropped in his pants when she asked him, what do you think Lord Valish? And just was incredible the moment. And truth be told when that scene started, I literally thought that they were going to turn on Arya. I literally thought that was I did gonna, too. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I did too. But then when that little badass looked at him and says, my sister asked you a question, I thought, I like, I just geeked out. Like, Yeah, they straight oh, up. Oh, shit. They straight up set his ass up. They did, and holy crap, did Arya turn him into a Pez dispenser. That was hardcore. With that dagger. That was hardcore. Yeah, With the same the dagger. dagger. The dagger. That's called irony, kids. Yes, it is. That's called irony. It's called poetic. Actually, it's not called irony. It's called poetic justice. It was uh, both. It, you know what? It's called ironic poetic justice. Two points. Two points. All right. My number five <laughs> was one. Ab- this had no problem making my list. Tyrion murdering his dad on the shitter. That was badass. Because as smart as Tywin was, he was a shitty guy. Oh, he was. He was a he was a douchebag. So he got murdered on the shit. But look, when you're in, you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, these people are so such jerks. These people are such jerks." If you, I ask this question to a lot of people: If you knew that you could go to a bank tomorrow and you could walk in and you could steal five million dollars and you could walk out and you'd never get caught, would you do it? A uh, duh. Right. I don't care how good of a person you are, you would most, 90% of the people would actually do it. In that age, in that realm, 
when you had that kind of power, you could do whatever you want to do, right. and you got away with it. And and you weren't. There were a lot of shady people. Just look back through history at the people that sat on thrones that were a holes. Right. And Tywin Lannister was one of them. He took what he wanted, and he didn't give a fuck how you felt about it or not. It's almost like he was a politician in the United States. Very damn close. Very close. Very close. Great point, sir. Uh, so. But that was, you know what, and, and you know what made that moment even stronger was the fact that he just strangled the woman he loved before he had to do that. Oh, that bitch had it coming. She did. She did. She did, but she, still, he loved her. He did yeah. love her. And and and, and uh, uh, true story, if they'd have killed Tyrion at any point in that show, I might have stopped watching. You'd have bailed? I probably would have bailed. I'd have been like, fuck this. I got reruns of Miami Vice to watch. That's very short-sighted of you. True enough. <laughs> all right. We're going to do this all night All night we? long. All right. My number four favorite moment was the fireplace scene in the Battle of Winterfell episode. When they were all sitting around the fire before the undead showed up. And they had Tormund and Brienne. When they knighted Brienne, Jamie was a human being. They had all this. Do, do, um, all I can remember of that scene is, is Tormund saying. The giant's milk. No, no, no. Is Tormund saying, I would knight you all night long. Yes, he would. <laughs> yeah. That was just such. That was my one of my that was also one of my biggest disappointments of this show. I would have taken a whole episode of that instead of season eight, episode one, and just the rehashing of the previous season because gotcha. it had been so long. That was just so heartfelt. And you had people there like Podrick. You know, uh, what was it? Um, this, the, the, in that in that scene, Podrick's like, I'll have some. And Brienne was like, no, you can't. You're a squire. And, and <laughs> she says, okay, one glass. And Tyrion literally just kept Overfills pouring it. Until it. The sh- he's like, yeah. And he gives him that look like, eh, fuck it. Who cares? It was great. It was just, it was, it was the most genuine human to scene. Go, to go back on what I said earlier, the dialogue in this show is extremely overrated. or under, it's, it's underrated because it's, it is. It's so good. If you just take a minute to slow down and watch some of these scenes, they're awesome. And like you said, you you think about it and go back on it now. It was so good, and it was it it felt genuine. And I'm gonna, it was great. I'm gonna give you one of my biggest complaints about this show. No Charmin needed, and this is just because I have such a small brain. I had a hard time following, and and I watched this show in the span of about four weeks. I had a hard time keeping names separate. I kept getting Varish and Valus, and and you you know who I can't remember was uh, the 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 smuggler who lost his fingertips who worked for uh, Stannis. Bronn? No, the 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 older guy, Dor- da- Davish. Dor- what was his name? Davos. Davos. Yeah. See, it was there's like eighty pronunciations, and it made it hard to follow the story. The sometimes here's the problem with what you just said because I went through the same thing when I rewatched the whole series. I just I for those watching at home, away. I just got a shit look from the marketing angel. Thanks, honey. Be, be, because you didn't remember Davos' yeah. name. Because Davos, he, and he is, and that's what pisses me off. He's literally one of my favorite characters. I'm sitting there going, "What the fuck is his Susan name?" Susan just gave you a look like you fucking idiot. She did. I gotta cook my own dinner now. This sucks. Um, <laughs> when I watched the first, when I watched it the first time, I had a hard time remembering all the oh. houses, the names, and all that stuff. I can't imagine having watched However, this over a scene of seven years. What I did. When I went before the season one premiere of this season, I went back probably two months before, and I put out, I I think, like two episodes a night, and I just kind of timed it, and it worked out just perfect. I finished it on that Sunday. The second time through, it all fell into place. And it, it was and much, I, much easier. I can't imagine that it wouldn't help a lot. And, and, and to go back to my number four, he was almost like 
the father figure in that fireplace scene. He was great. He was. He just like, it was like, and it didn't even matter who said what. He was like, you know what? This is probably our last night, and we're just going to enjoy it for what it is. You know what? In fact, give me more wine. It just, this it is going to be one of those shows that whenever that huge, ridiculous box set comes out on Blu-ray, oh. I'm going to get because I will have no problem maybe a year from now, six months or whatever, you know, when some time passes and the, the sadness goes away, rewatching this entire series again. I can't even imagine what the cost on that monstrosity is going to be because they're still getting like $40 a season for the Blu-rays. Yeah, but th- you have to make it reasonable if all those seasons come out because they have to because if you get too ridiculous – I'll just go back and rewatch it on HBO. True. You know what I mean? Especially with On Demand. But when that collection comes out, oh, I'll have that. Just like when the Marvel collection comes out for, for the whole 22 movies. I don't care. I'll, I'll save for it. I'll finance it if I have to. It's I, worth it. I know some banks we can knock over. Right? Yeah. Five million bucks, right? Yeah. All right. So my number four, and I think a lot of people will agree with me, and that little fuckface Joffrey died. That was so satisfying. That was probably one of the most satisfying deaths in any movie or TV that I've ever seen. I I agree with you. I did not put it on my list because it's too uh, easy. No, I just I want different ones. You you uh, knew I, I was going to have. I, that. I figured, but I'm going to tell you something. It's almost like you know me a little bit. A little bit. It wasn't satisfying enough. I would have liked oh. to have seen him be. I would like to have seen him suffer more and longer. Oh, he suffered. Are you kidding me? His face turned purple. He was he was like a little Thanos. My, his, <laughs> it was so blood squirting from his eyes. I was going to say my face has turned purple before, but a little Thanos trumps that. <laughs> so mean, well done. It's it was great. It, what it was fantastic. It was satisfying to me. I was like, oh, squirm, you little bastard! And it it, it lasted minutes. It like, did. You watch this little shit stain. You no, you die for call, two you minutes. Can call him a fucker if you want. It, it's You're allowed. So bad. You know what? You know what really hurt me, broke my heart in that scene was the way Jamie ran to him with that fatherly look in his eyes. They that that got underplayed because everybody's like, "Yeah, Joffrey's dying." Well, but everyone you, at that point didn't know that was his kid. Only Jamie knew. Only Jamie but knew. The viewers knew. Well, we so, knew. Yeah. yeah, exactly, but but they the way that they and that was one of the brilliant things about this show even though I've said it was slow and this and that when they would do something like that, they had so many intricacies within that whole wedding dinner that was going on, right. that little play they did with the midgets and all that stuff. When Jamie saw that that Joffrey was in trouble, Joffrey couldn't stand, or Jamie couldn't stand Joffrey. He thought Joffrey was a tyrant. Right. And he still was like, holy shit, that's, couldn't my, do anything about it. that's my kid. I got and Because he, he was talking to Brienne. He was making the moves on Amazon Lady. Right. And he turned around and he hauled the ass. And he, had that, he had that look on his face. That was, it was a great right. scene. But it, Joffrey dying was. It was so satisfying. I, I as, wanted it the second I met Joffrey. As cold as that sounds, like you couldn't wait for this little fucker to you die. You couldn't. And credit to that actor. And there was a, a kind of a behind-the-scenes video I seen on I can't not even kid anymore. The guy that played Joffrey totally bailed on movies, fame, and everything. He went back to England. And he's like doing plays because I guess it was overwhelming for him, or whatever. Kind of like a Chappelle situation. Yeah. But that kid, as that actor, was so good because you wanted to reach through the screen and strangle him. Oh, you did for sure. All the credit in the world to that guy for 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 playing that character that good. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell you a story here. Uh, this is a great story. Uh, you guys are gonna love this. It better be. It, it's it's not that great. I looked up one thing that was a spoiler in this show as I was watching it. You son of a bitch. What do you think it was? 
Joffrey's death. When Joffrey dies, I'm you, like, I can't. Because you hated him so I, bad. I was like, you this wanted to know what was coming. Motherfucker has to go. I can't stand I get it. it. I get it. Oh, I hated him so bad. That that's when you know an actor's done a good job because you hate him or love him that much. Yeah. And that kid like I said it. before, the stories are written for you to root for the bad for the good guys. If you hate the bad guys, then that actor has done. And the one that brings it to mind really the is the show was doing its job for, right for sure. Yeah. Lithgow and Cliffhanger. Remember what an oh, yeah. ass he was? You're like, oh, this guy's good. Yeah, okay. super good. Moving on. My number three was the Hound getting revenge on the group that killed the settlement that he was in. That was a dark episode. That was a dark episode, but you know what? That was the first time that you really saw the Hound was a good person. A, a shred of it. Yes. He had done some stuff like protected Arya and killed some bad guys. He was still but kind was, of an asshole. But it was based on money. He only protected Arya because he wanted the bounty. He wanted the ransom. Yeah. But when, when these people, he went and he fucked them up. And he was like, you got anything to eat? <laughs> Afterwards, yeah. it was it was awesome. Yep. Um, the Hound is a great character. He was a great character. I hated to see him go. Yep. I totally hated to see agree. him go. Number three, uh, it's kind of a, it was a dead tie between two moments. And by the same character. Again, Arya, from start to finish, ended up being my favorite storyline. Not at first, because obviously you felt bad for watching her dad get, you know, lopped off at the shoulders. But when she went through the whole stuff with the faceless man in the training and then ended up whooping that little girl's ass in that room when she cut out the candle and did it in the dark. Yep. And then she goes back and she has that interaction with the, with, with the guy, you know, the, she's supposed to say, I'm no one, I'm no one, and that whole thing, you know, I'm nobody. Then when she finished and then looked and says, my name is Arya Stark and I'm going home, I got chills. Yeah, I got was, straight chills. That was, that was pretty cool. And it was just one of those moments in the show where like, oh, sweet, finally, someone good is going to tear some shit up. And you knew that was going to happen. In just that one little line, the way that she delivered it, the way she looked in the camera, it was like, she don't care. Like, she's going after everybody. And then she had her list and all that stuff. It was just a great line. And then the other scene, which is a dead tie, is when she murdered Frey at that dinner. When she served everyone wine, everyone drink up, and then she pulled that mask off when everyone's already choked to death on the poison. I said, I want the last thing you see to be a Stark. I just thought that was amazing, and it was a satisfying payoff. Like, finally, something good out of this nightmare show. I thought the Faceless One's storyline was a crock of shit, but it was worth it because of that scene. Because it paid off. I said, okay, I'll... You know what? You know what that was? That was a long con. That, that was, was that. a long con for but sure. It, the payoff was lottery to me. It was it, it, it was, was that good. when she when she said how how it was tough to get them here, but they're here, and he realized he was eating his own kids in the bread. Yeah, like, and, oh, in, no. the, in the stew, they're, they're right here. That was awesome. It, that was so it, cool. It break open that little loaf that she served him, yes. and there, you see the fingertips. Yeah. They're, they're right they're here, right master. Here. Yeah, yeah. It's like what that are you was, talking about? That was sweet. And then she peels the face off and goes uh, to town. Pulled an OJ on him. <laughs> yes my number two was the sword fight between Brienne and the hound when they were fighting over Arya they got after it god damn I mean so good that it, you know what as that far as fights go shit was brutal it's not often you see a fight between a man and a woman where the man kicks the woman right in the crotch a big woman uh yeah a big woman is she here? Is the big woman here? Yeah, the big woman. That fight was We're not just... being dicks. That's what they called her in the yeah. show. Yeah. 
Tormund. Um, yeah, and the, you know what they and I, I hate it. I kind of feel bad because they really unattractive her down. I, that's not a word. She's a very pretty woman. She's just she's just a super tall. She's just a, a a very tall, very muscular woman. She wasn't meant to be beauty in the no, show. She no, was she meant was. To be a badass. But that fight between them, when because you're like, no, but she's not gonna. I, I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna fight the hound. This she is not gonna end well for her. She beat the hound. She fucked him up. She beat. Yeah, him she did. And left him to die. Yeah, she did. And so did Arya. Yeah, but. That was a great scene. That yes. line, that line when they were driving, when they were uh, uh, riding away, in when he final. says, "Are you gonna, are you gonna leave me to die again?" Probably, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then he had that little smirk, like, "At a girl." Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That, I, you've learned you well. You've learned well, young Padawan. Uh, number two for me, literally brought me out of my seat on the couch when this happened. When Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. Yes. Oh wait, <laughs> sorry. Wrong episode. Wrong guys. episode. Wrong episode. Wrong episode. Sorry. Wrong episode. Is when Khaleesi got the whip and took control of the Unsullied and just unleashed holy hell. Yeah. I went nuts. When she burnt them all? Just all, like, just Slaughter City. Like, there was just blood everywhere. The look on that guy's face when he understood that she understood him? Yeah. That was hysterical. When he was getting pissed because he couldn't control the dragon. So this dragon's not paying attention. This beast isn't, you know, paying attention. He's not doing what he's supposed to. She's like, that's no beast. And then she just yells Dracarius and just told the Unsullied to go nuts. Kill everybody. And they did. It was just a cool moment in the show. It was. It was very cool. Um, my number one uh, involved Daenerys. But having you, you having said that, uh, one of the ones that I didn't have on the list, which was badass, was when they brought the the slavers mm-hmm. to negotiate. And they they were all badass. And she goes, oh, no, no. We're not here to negotiate our surrender. Right. The look on their faces, and they were like, "Oh no, no, it was his fault. It was his fault." Yeah. <laughs> that that character, I just she was handled. The story that she told again, if you paid attention, was awesome. It was. It was such. Um, one of the guys that listens to us, Trent, had a. He sent me a little message on Facebook because he's a big wrestling fan too. He watches wrestling all the time as well. This was the greatest heel turn in TV history. When, and I'm like, yep, he's right. Because, you know, King's Landing, obviously, this is the greatest yeah, heel turn was. ever. And I'm like, yep, that, that, that's a good play. But my number one also involves Daenerys. And I watched the first season. Um, not sure if I wanted to watch this show. And, and of course, because I we, forced you to watch be, I literally you did. You I did. peer pressured the shit out of you, you to watch you, it. Well, you, you had a legitimate point. You're like, look, this is going to be huge. We need to be able to talk about this in the podcast. And I said, okay. I'll give it a whirl. Brains. The first, and looks, and brawn. Got it all. And a ass to boot. So when I was watching the first season, I'm like, okay, this is a little slow. Um, right. I'm not quite sure what's going on. This is the moment that made me want to see the movie through, the show through, and it was when Daenerys walked out of the fire with the dragons. That's when you knew, oh, shit. Yeah. You're like, shit's about She's to get turned. She's got dragons. It's about to get turned. Yes. Um, as 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 Harrison might say, my ass was woke to Game of Thrones. Shit was lit. It was lit. Literally. That was just such a cool scene. Plus, there was boobs, but there was a cool scene. You didn't. Ex- I didn't expect the dragons to have hatched, but I did expect her to not get burnt. The way that but she it, was sitting there, yes, cross-legged, whatever, like so cool, kind of covering up somewhat as much as possible. But when those. Little dragons climbed around her shoulders, and you're like, <gasps> "If I had been watching that 
on uh, the night it was broadcast, I would have shot my TV that I would have because I have to wait, to wait another year yeah. to see that what was going. On. That was that was the moment that made me go okay. I will say that I'm thankful for not watching this when it first came out because oh, I agree. me too. The, the waiting would have drove me insane. I wouldn't have made it. I would have stopped watching it just like I stopped watching The Walking Dead. No, you wouldn't have. Yes, I would have. You would have come back because again, everyone was talking about it, and you'd be like, "God damn it, I gotta watch it." Well, I would have come back because of this podcast. I mean, why wouldn't you? I have absolutely. Just like everybody comes back to the podcast. Thanks, guys. All right. My number one did not involve Arya. Um, when Sansa killed Ramsay with his own dogs, I, even more so than Joffrey, went apeshit. I'm like, this is poetic justice right here. Because he used those dogs to absolutely terrify, murder, dismember, just wreck people. And he's tied up to that after getting his ass beat by John, by the way, which was another big part of that episode, the uh, the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, he's sitting there, bloody, just a bloody mess, because John just went nuts on him. So they tie him to the chair, and then he says something about his, you know, they're my dogs, they're loyal, and Sansa just cold heart, cold blooded Sansa. You said yourself they haven't eaten in weeks, and he's laying there. And he's in that chair, bloody. To all they do is they smell food. And yep. Those the scene of the dog getting nose to nose, drooling, and then Sansa just turns away with that little smile. That and was you, fantastic. You hear him just getting demolished. Was amazing to me. It was just great. And it's tough to put these in any order whatsoever. But that moment stands out. Like again, finally, out of all this horror in horrible situations, good guys win every now and then. Not often in this show. But that was an epi- That was a season, in that episode, the good guys won, and they won hard. Yeah, they did. And and you know what? That was one of the things that made this episode so good was that the good guy didn't always win, and sometimes the bad guy didn't always get his comeuppance. Dude, heartbreaking when the giant died. Yeah, barging that's... into the castle. I mean, that giant was awesome. Yeah, like, it was brutal. And yeah, it's th- there's a lot of loss in this show, but these moments where you finally feel like there's a payoff for the good guys, worth it. Totally agree. Just awesome. So next list. I like it. That's a great list. And you know what? If you guys have top five, uh, your your top moments, send them to Share us. Share them. We're going sh- to shout them out. Look, we don't have any shout outs for everybody today because we are in such a short turnaround with family. We got family things going on and stuff. We had to record on a Tuesday. But – Keep keep going. We're gonna we keep posting. We're gonna yeah, we're Phil. gonna mention you guys. Phil, yeah, flood that inbox like you Phil, do every day. I think Phil has to buy a new keyboard every day because he wears that bitch out. Hey, well, I doubt Richard's listening to this one, but hey, watch Game of Thrones. Right? Spoilers. It's good. Right. All okay. right. So let's get into our next list, which is our top five shocking moments. Top five top top five moments that we didn't see or expect, or we're like, holy shit, that just happened. Or the internet would call what the fuck moments. What the fuck moments. WTF. What th- moments that cause a petition. Yes. All right. So you Your started turn. the last one? Yep. I'll start this one. Number five. And again, these are in no specific order because they were all legit. Ned Stark dying in season one. You're going to kill Boromir in the finale of the first season. I, at that moment, was like, this show, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody's safe. I'm in. Because it's not predictable. I kind of saw that coming simply because that was the catalyst. I figured, You saw I figured, it coming, but you yeah. didn't. I, at least me. It was, but, but it told, was still a shock the way it happened. did not see that happening. 
locked up, tortured, whatever. Yeah, I, I get it. But I, I, I saw it coming because I watched it seven years after it happened. Uh, that's <laughs> good point. You know, internet. But yeah, Ned Stark getting beheaded in, the, in that did not see that coming. So yeah, that was a legit shocking moment. It was. My number five. Here's a good one. Reese eating a sausage while talking to Theon after cutting off his junk. Still one of the most disturbing gifts you're going to find on the internet is him holding that thing up, just shaking it. Susan looked at me and said, I don't think I can watch this. True story. I made a little meal for myself while watching the season finale, the series finale, bacon-wrapped smoked sausage. Yes. On purpose. On purpose. But that was... I ate that, it. I was like, he's not. He's not, is he? I ate it the proper way as a guy should, though. I cut it up into little pieces. Absolutely. Yeah. I you, didn't. You I have I, to. I didn't Ramsey that thing. You got it. All right. Um, my number four, and you kind of already mentioned it, son of a bitch, Littlefinger getting his. I, I mean, we, we don't have to rehash it or anything, but sure we do. Littlefinger, when in, he he thinks that he's gonna, you know, pull the fast one on Arya over Sansa, and you know. She, she said, do you have anything to say? And he's just like, my sister asked you a question. You know, oh, shit, here we go. And it happened. And I, that was like, oh, my God. Because I literally thought they were going to fuck up Arya in that scene. I did, too. And I was I, so relieved. I, I did, too. I was. That was uh, a great scene. Yep. My number four is Viserys getting a, clown, a crown of gold. Dude, how epic was that? I knew he was going to bite it when he walked in saying the things that he was going to do. But when he said straight up, when he they held him down and Drogon started doing not Drogon, Khal um, Drogo, Khal Drogo started doing what he was doing. I was like, Aquaman. He's not. He's not going to do. He's is he going to? Is he? Yep. Holy sure shit, he did. <laughs> yeah. And Daenerys, Daenerys's reaction, if he was truly a father of dragons, that wouldn't have hurt him. Yeah. Yoink! Great moment. Right. Fantastic moment. Um. Number three, which I gave my own title to, the Citadel Wildfire Party. All of those idiot, I don't even remember what the name was, the the, the religious guys, the, uh, shit, help me out here. I, I, I know they, they had the, a, the, the, it was It was the brother, uh, I the, can't remember. The brotherhood or wh- yeah. I, wh- whatever you want to call them. The, the idiot guys with the pentagram tet or scraped into their foreheads. Shit. They were getting ready to have the trial right. or whatever, and they're all locked in there. Cersei knew exactly what she was doing and could not have set that up any better. She stayed in the tower because she knew, and then all of a sudden that the way that they had the little kids lead that one guy into that tunnel just so oh he could see what was getting ready to happen. And they, the way they stabbed that fucking the maester, the way they the little kids killed him. Brutal. Susan's like, oh my god, he was a piece of shit. But I don't think he deserved that. Yeah, he did. He had it coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had it coming. If only that could have happened at Neverland. But anyway, oh. that, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> um, when that when that guy went down, he was crawling. And you knew they had wildfire, but you didn't know they had a Sam's warehouse full of it. Sam's and a BJ's Liter- and a Costco combined. There was just green Crazy. fluid everywhere. It was it was the awesome. way that building fell was just. Just like a big portion of the city blew it was, up. It was. It was so cool. And it was like, oh, I can't believe that just happened. So, yeah, that, that was my number three. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when minds that are great think alike. <laughs> my number three is Tommen jumping to his death, which was caused by what you just saw. 
I did not expect that. He took that crown off, and I'm like, wow, he's pretty – oh, he's dead. <laughs> what, it wasn't whoa. the fact that he did it. It's the way he did it. So nonchalant. Yeah. You know what? Screw like, this. Ah. I'm out. He's like, she must have been amazing in bed. Again, the gif for that is hilarious. Of course it is. It's a brutal scene. You know, any, you know this this young teenager just jumping to his death. But the way he does it, like, mm, like he's just jumping into pool face first. It was just, just uh, I'm gonna fall. That I'm like, wow, Cersei just amazing. I mean, what a power play! And and then you go, she just killed her own kid too. That is just and not only crazy. that, that kid was gonna be good. Yeah, he was. He, he, he was going to be a he good was king. The opposite he, of Joffrey. He was actually clean and righteous. Yeah, he was a good king. Too much so. Yeah, and um, he was lined up to have a hot wife, and he still jumped. Right. Dumb move, kid. Ugh. Dumb move. Uh, my number two was one of those moments that the good guys did not win, and that's when Stannis burned his own daughter because she had the grayscale. Horrible, like horrifying, and then. I almost I felt like almost the way that Davos felt when he found out. It was just brutal. But again, it was one of those moments you're like, holy shit, I can't believe this dad is gonna burn his own daughter. I said to Susan as that whole that whole storyline was unfolding, I'm like, How can she talk about the Lord of Light and his righteousness and his cleanliness and she's burning people at the stake? And they kept showing the daughter and they kept saying the sacrifice and I said, You know what? That again, some foreshadowing. I shouldn't have been as shocked as I was. Right. Yes. I, yeah. That's and, right. And, but when it happened, I I looked at Susan. I'm like, that's. I mean, of all the things that have happened in this show, that might. I don't know if that that's the worst. Rick that James, was Rick James said it best. Cold blooded. Cold blooded. <laughs> it was brutal. It was awful. Yeah. I'll tell was, you. Uh, I'll tell you in a little while how awful I thought it was. Tough watch. Tough watch. That was a tough scene to watch. And she was holding that little thing that Davos had made for her? The horse. Uh, yep. Brutal. All uh, right. right. My number two was finding out who poisoned Joffrey. Oh, that OG grandma. Right. Oh, they, my God. You know what? She was a bad bitch. You know that's a T-shirt? It's her with a smile that says, I did it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's, great. It's awesome. Um. Because I'm sitting here going, well, we know we know Tyrion didn't do it. We know he didn't do it. Too obvious. And we know Sansa didn't do it. And I'm like, who the fuck did it? Who the fuck did it? And when she and reveals that she they, did. they made it seem that it was Sansa or Tyrion yes. because they got the hell because out of Dodge. They got, yeah, they got her out of Dodge. But And I was like. That that was another great payoff. I'm like, she she could, she was, that w- she was one of my favorite characters. The things that she said and the things she did, even in her final scene with she Jamie, Tyrion level smart. She straight up looked at Jamie and goes, I killed Joffrey. And I want her to know And that. I want her to know it. Tell her. Yeah, make sure what she you, knows. What do you need me to drink? I got it. Yeah, notice she didn't do that until she knew that she was going to die and it was going to be painless. Right. And then she dropped that bomb on Yeah. Him, and he just stormed out pissed. Yeah. Great scene. It was a great scene. Great end to a great character. Uh, my number one was again one of the moments where you're like, you thought the bad or the good guys were had this in the bag, and then Prince Oberon 
no longer needed contact lenses. <laughs> Holy, yeah. that was yeah. fucking because amazing. Because, I should have had that in my top five. Because I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming either. <laughs> he danced around the mountain like it was no big deal, sliced, sliced him up, got him on the ground. I mean, he had him won, but he was so enraged about him raping his daughter over and over and over or whatever the, the hell happened and wanted him to admit it. It got so cocky and so overconfident, and then the mountain rolls over and just squished his head. Squished his in the head. eyes and everything, and it was just like, fuck. I'm going to pull a line from Zombieland. Uh-oh. Always double tap. Double tap. You and had his ass. He did not double That's tap. That's a first rule of war. When you've got him, you end it. He did not. And he did not. And he's, yeah, he no longer needed glasses. Ever. 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 He wasn't ever going to need them. Terror, uh, it was just because Obron was cool. That Obron was, was cool. Awesome. He was a straight up badass fighter. You know too. how cool was, he is. He got he, his own Star Wars. He's series. cool enough that he's going to be in the yeah, uh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin. Yeah. That's how cool he was. All right, my number one, and this is a shocker, because this is the only one that we overlapped on was Shireen getting burned at the stake. Yeah. I could. I could. I couldn't. It I was, can't even talk about it anymore. I know. <laughs> I don't think I could watch that episode again if I had to. It's tough. I, it, it was it was really, really, really hard. The look on her face, and then as it's happening, the father and mother decided that they fucked up and made a mistake, and she's screaming for it, and the troops are holding her back. Yep. The troops hold her back, and then they wake up the next morning, and all the fucking troops are gone because they're pissed off that the kid's dead. Yeah. You're like, what, what, what just... To, to steal a to steal a line from Will Ferrell, what the fuck just happened? Deuces. <laughs> yeah, that um, was nuts. Yeah, that was a rough, rough, rough it's a episode. Crazy, cra- crazy series. And to wrap this pig up in a blanket, it was an amazing season <laughs> and a blanket. amazing s- series, really, from start to finish. No matter how you felt about it, whether you were dumb enough to try and sign a petition to get it remade, that's on you. Whatever. But a disclaimer on these lists. I did not put the red wedding on there because it's too easy. It, 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 that, that, that's, Agreed. If it, you can pretty much say, and it's arguable, that's the standout moment of the series that everyone really lost their minds, especially probably just above when John got killed and then brought back. Everyone was like, "What? What? What just happened?" But the red wedding is the standout moment of that entire series. It is. It was too easy to put on the list. And you know what? That is the moment that tips the scales. That allows it to continue because if that doesn't happen, the good guys win. When Daenerys shows up, she's fighting the Starks, right? So because they were kicking their ass, yeah, hard. It was a huge, it was huge like, episode. It was like an Ohio State have, uh, player having a discussion with his girlfriend. I mean, there was there was ass beatings going on There's all over the place. Nothing but backhands, right? Nothing cover, but backhands and, and cover ups across the lips. So I'm glad that we both agree on that, and that will wrap up our Game of Thrones episode. We got the we got one more little little oh, one more sh- little thing here to go. Shit, how did I forget? That's this? all right. Oh wait, this is what we call bonus footage. This is what we call bonus. So as I watch these shows, right, <laughs> there's all these little things that run through my mind because I'm that guy that um, even even when I'm in a serious situation, I'm constantly making sarcastic and shitty remarks. You have to. You have to. You otherwise, have to otherwise you're gonna you're gonna put a pin in your ear. Yep. So I, as earlier spoke, I love music. So I decided that I was going to try and take as many characters in the series as I could and give them a theme song. And you, you do yours first, okay. and, I'll see, and I'll do mine second. So my first one 
would be every time that I saw Braun come on the screen, all I could hear was Girls, Girls, Girls by Motley Crue. Well done. Well done, right? Well done. <laughs> um, if Daenerys ever had a chance to sing a song to John, it would be Heartbreaker by Pat Benatar. Oof. See, I had Daenerys shot to the heart by Bon Jovi. Oh, that that's <laughs> you give love. Yes. Yep. Well done. Okay. I love it. That was easy. All right. Um, if Tormund could sing a song to Brienne, it would be "You're the One That I Want." Oh yeah. Ooh ah, do wop wop. Ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> Uh, this was the hardest one I had to come up with, and I kept want not not wanting to use it, but I kept coming back to it. Tyrion's theme song would definitely be "She Came Riding Wildfire." Oh Jesus Christ! Well, <laughs> ag- again, well done, good one. Uh, John would have been "Bring Me Back to Life" by Evanescence. Oh, see, mine was "Hungry Like the Wolf" by Duran Duran. See that? I couldn't come up with anything that you. It's, that's fucking epic right there. That's too great. Easy. That's too great. Easy. It is. It Low is. Hanging fruit. All right, so uh, if you had to have one for Theron Greyjoy, what would it be? Oh. How about I Ran by the Flock of Seagulls? Oh, yeah. That's a, okay. That's, I cracked myself up. well done. Reese Bolton, King of Pain by the Police. Yep, good one. Bran, what about Brandon Stark? Bran, you got what you got, and I'll show you what I, I and, and I'll I'll, sh- I'll share mine. Go. I believe I can fly. Son of a bitch, right there. I believe I can fly. <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> it was originally going to be I can see clearly now, but I changed it. However, I have a second song for when he's older. Go for it. They see me rolling. They, they see me rolling. <laughs> see? <laughs> <laughs> see. Okay. Okay. Here's my two favorite. All right. My 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 second favorite is Jorah. Would sing to Daenerys, stop dragging my heart around. You son of a bitch. Right? Yep. That's epic. Get, right. You see what I did there? I, I, I said dragon. And this is my favorite. Jamie sings to Brienne, Lola. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's wow. awful. It's mean, but uh, that's what I am. That's who I am. You have to accept me for what I am. Speaking of Brienne, do you think she was sore from that golden fist? Oh. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I know people are thinking it. I'm going to ask it. I mean, shit. Why not? All right. So Is I, that the only cast that Jamie had made? Oh, sh- souvenir, maybe? Bam. He had a backup. A backup. All right. I had a couple that you did not have, which made me feel good. All right. Um, Cersei, famous song by Meredith Brooks, I'm a Bitch. Oh, I mean, I don't know how I missed that one. Uh, It gets better, folks. Of course, Joffrey, famous song by Alice Cooper, Poison. Poison? Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Let's see. The Hound. Apparently, he was a big Talking Heads fan. Burning down the house. Oh my God! I tried to come up with one that had to do with fire, and I could not. That's a great, great. But good news is there were sponsors in this show, and Melisandre was sponsored by Head and Shoulders. Yes. I did that. Melisandre or Misandre? Misandre. There you go. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yo, Melisandre would have been the woman in red, obviously. Uh, yeah. Duh. Hell that's yeah. Low hanging fruit. Uh, Jamie Lannister, the great Jamie Lannister, another brick in the wall by Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> and of course, I had to save my favorite character Arya for last. I'm gonna kill you by Eminem. <laughs> Because that's what she does. She kills bitches. 
Oh, that's great. So that's all I got. If Listen, guys, there's some internet wizards out there. If you can get me footage of Arya killing the, the Night King with backup uh, I'm going to kill you by, by Eminem. Please do. There's a T-shirt in it for you. If you can come up with any of these that, that works, send it. That's, and if you've got other songs that you want to put fantastic. to characters, flood our Facebooks with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Facebook, Twitter, whatever. I guarantee you, Phil is working at the post office right now, putting his work aside and trying to come up with songs to send us. Of course Guaranteed. he is. Guaranteed. Do it, Phil. Do it. Guys, um, we're going to have a glut of information next week because we got no more Game of Thrones to talk about. Yeah, what are we going to do? I don't know. Oh, there's hockey going on. That's oh, why that's I get, right. There's hockey. That's why I got to get the hell out of here. The Blues are up 3-2. to two. We appreciate you guys listening. Pay attention. Uh, look at our social media. You know where to reach us. Top five for fighting. Greg has something special coming. Greg has something special coming. You guys, I want you to pay attention to the cover art of the podcast when you listen this week. Hopefully it'll show up on whatever app you listen to. And uh, we're just going to continue to build on that. That's all I got to say. Yeah, look at the website. Look at our Twitter. You'll see. You'll see. It's 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 freaking epic. Greg put in work. Susan put in work. Yes. Susan put in work. The marketing wizard. She, that is Susan. You know what? When when uh, I've listened to a couple of the older episodes, I, I, I'm i a homer. I like to listen to try and get better. Um, and there's lots of, hey, congratulations on this. If there's a poll on Twitter, it's Susan. If there's a if there's a Facebook post on Twitter, it's Susan. Me, I barely got home in time today from work to record this podcast. We're not so, smart enough to do that And anyway. we're not smart enough to do it anyway. She is the brains behind this. Um, we are just, we're just the on air talent. That's the only thing I can say. She is amazing. And I can never, ever thank her for what she does ever. Uh, not enough. So, uh, Hey, game of Thrones. Fantastic. Uh, I'm happy with it. If you're not happy with it, we'll send you a petition. Get us on Facebook. Get us on Twitter. Uh, Greg, you get got, us on you got Stitcher. the contact info. Get us on Spotify. Uh, at, uh, it's at G Bishop seven, two for me. It's at top five for fighting for the, for the show. It's at Putty two seven seven three two seven seven three uh, at Top Five for Fighting on Facebook. Uh, um, uh, top Five for Fighting dot com is our webpage. Say something. Say something. Let us know. Talk to us. We appreciate it. All right, let's get out of here so we can go watch some hockey. Yes, sir. Thank talk you very much, guys, for listening. Talk to you kids next week. Yes, sir. See you then. I view the same, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Run! Go! Get to the chopper!